Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. All my friends are toxic, all ambition, they're so rude and always negative. I need new friends, but it's not that quick and easy, or I'm drowning. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to the Stabcast, the Sunsphere Tactical Attack Brigade Star Wars Legion podcast. I'm Tim, the Midnight Rider Hannon, with Ryan Ramblin' Mansolowski and Ben Whipping Post Fowler. Will Mountain Jamheim is busy entertaining his family, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Something about family uh, and love so and people like they that. They flew out to Colorado yeah. and then a snowstorm hit because that's what happens when you live in Colorado <laughs> in the actual mountains. True. Because he doesn't live in Denver. That's why he's mountain jam. And then um, they got trapped. So they couldn't they couldn't get down off the mountains into Denver to get to the airport. Who, so who is this host we have, Ben? <laughs> uh, oh, that guy? Yeah. Uh, you mean the, the fifth trooper, Tim Hannon? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, the fifth trooper, Tim Hannon. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tune in for our weekly episodes. If you'd <laughs> like <laughs> weekly content, you can. <laughs> Would you want to see my face? You can see it every week. There you go. Listen, Tim, no, we don't. That's why we do an audio podcast. show. <laughs> I know. It's actually very refreshing to do an audio show because I, I start to look at my outfit. And I'm like, oh, never mind. No one cares. I can look what I, I look about. You're funny. We were actually talking about this. And I'm like, oh, that's right. They released that video. I'm going to have to start dressing up for the rest of this. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, well. I say that. I am currently wearing a dress shirt, a pair of suspenders, and a bow tie. I, mean, I didn't take it off when I got to Yeah, work, I'm still so in my dress shirt, so I get that. <laughs> I'm technically still in my work clothes, but that's just sweatpants and a hoodie. So. Oh, I've, I've gagged. <laughs> Those were your also not working clothes. <laughs> working from home is great. <laughs> this week on the 134th episode of the Stabcast, I went and played a tournament. Tim is back, I guess. Ben makes excuses? Question mark? I mean, that's all pretty accurate. Ben, Listen, I didn't think the these were real off. games. I thought this was all a hypothetical exercise. I thought it was a thought experiment. Do people actually play this game? Schroeder's your stab cast? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like a man trapped as a POW, I've imagined the perfect game of Legion in my head. And when I get out of this prison that I call my own life, I will then go and play that perfect game of Legion. It's, mm-hmm. you know... If you never build the minis, then you don't have to play with them. So that's what, you know, I have a pile of shame, and that's my excuse for it. There I, I'm going to go ahead and call it. The pile of shame I have is right now. the pile that I paid Will to paint, and then he didn't paint. So that's that's really that's, my actual. I was like, I paid him to paint them, and he didn't. I do miss having a local that can build things for me because I hate building them so damn much. <laughs> God. I love painting. I really love painting. I hate building. I'm going to call it right here, right now, the next game of Legion that Ben will play will be on a Friday night before the Cherokee Open, so he can remember how to play this game before the actual event starts. Uh, oh, I'm pretty sure the tournament organizing packet says you just have to be a casual understanding of the rules, so I'm fine. <laughs> All right, I'll go change that. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have tickets for Cherokee Open? Yeah. I do. I, I've got my tickets. I have my uh, my hotel room. I already got that set up. I, know we'll I think the later. room block is still full. Um, they've they've s- slowly been adding more, but, but uh, tickets are still available. Yeah. And I, last time, like I told you all, if you just call and say, hey, listen, I need yeah. to make it in for the room block, they were pretty good to be last Yeah, time. for sure. If I could just get a helicopter to drop me right in Cherokee, it'd be great. I mean, that's there's probably a service that does that. <laughs> I think it's the fire service. So I think we yeah, have to yeah, start a fire. Bear can be your pilot. It'll be pretty cool. I mean, don't <laughs> tell me with a good time. <laughs> listen, uh, if you make enough money, they'll do all sorts of things. Yeah, that's fine. That's true. I mean. Speaking of raging fires and horrible destruction, Ryan, what about your games? 
Oh, yep, 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 yep. Please let me die. So I got, I got talked into uh, peer, peer, peer pressure. Really, I wasn't going to go to a tournament this past weekend because there was one in Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> was that? Hold and on. Was like, that like a like the basketball thing? Like brah, 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 peer pressure? No, that was me laughing. Oh, okay. I actually thought it was a basketball. Yeah, peer pressure. No, I went to. Went to Raleigh, uh, to Atomic Empire, went there a couple months ago, had a really good time, and I wasn't going to go because it's so far that it was just going to be a one day or this time. I had something I had to do on Sunday morning, but then there were some guys locally who were going to go, and they were like driving up there and back and playing all in the same day, and I was like, I'm not that crazy, but then nope. Brett said he might want to go, so I was like, Brett, you want to go up Friday night, and at least we can only be miserable one day instead of two, um... And so we ended up going, and it was a, a pretty a f- good turnout. Yeah, that's a five and a half hour drive. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was like five fifteen. Okay. Um, but even further for Brett because he had to come to, to my place first. Um, we ended up having twenty six players, which was awesome. Yeah, and I want to nice, say nice. that Knoxville nice, brought nice, like nice. seven. Um, there were a bunch of us that came. So a bunch of the pretty much most of the Wednesday staples. Brett came up. Um, the the Riggs brothers, Chad and Jonathan, Will came. We picked up Drew uh, from Johnson City, our the best our resident uh, kind of painter, and uh, and then Emily, who's been playing with us on Wednesday night, made it out to her first tournament. So that was uh, that was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Um, and we got really lucky because we were going to play three games, and since it was a store championship, see if we needed to play like a top two cut game, not necessarily for first place. But for to see who would get the the invite, and there were four three and O's at the end of the day, and the one with the highest strength of schedule did not have an invite yet. So that was super cool that we didn't have to play the fourth game, and everybody kind of got what they wanted, and we got to go home, <laughs> which was great. Um, <laughs> which is what everyone wanted. Yeah, place, yeah. Which is why I don't even leave the house anymore. It's, it's delightful. We know. We know. <laughs> Um, I win Legion by not playing. <laughs> so when I yeah when I heard there were a bunch of other people from Knoxville who were going to drive up to this tournament, I mean I was not going to be the one left behind. I've been known to drive to far too many <laughs> tournaments uh, for far less. And what sealed the deal is I may have messaged Richard, who was one of the two tos, and said who was also playing. I was like, if I come, am I going to guarantee that I get to play a game with you? Because me. Richard's been at a bunch of my tournaments. He's been at Cherokee every year. He's been at Rocky Top at every year that we've we've been in Chihuahua. Um, and I always just like talk tons of shit to him, and he's so much fun. Um, I went up to Atomic Empire the last time. We both went five and one at PAX, but we've never actually gotten to play a game after being friends for like two years. Um, so there may have been some coercion involved into to getting our our six our seven basically seventh round game of of PAX played here. And and we got to, to square up, so that was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, nice. uh, Rich, I was the runner up at PAX based on strength of schedule. Uh, Richard was, in my opinion, the true runner up because he went five games, only losing the the sixth. So he made it further undefeated than I did. It's just once we both got bounced to the five and one bracket, my SOS was stronger. Um, so this really was a a matchup to see who was the better five and one PAX player. Um, and he's been running this gnarly Wookiee battle force with, like, four battle shields, double bowcasters, and Chewbacca. Like, no Fluttercraft, just all beef. 
And we end up playing War Weary Breakthrough Battle Lines. And when I set up against most Republic players, especially most players in general, but especially Republic players on Breakthrough and even more so Battle Lines, I expect everyone to kind of like deploy together. But the Wookiee Battle Force has, like, zero incentive to do so. Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care whatsoever. So yeah, it was we, weird we because I we was want, the one man. who balled up. Yeah. Yeah. We go where we want. We do what yeah. we want. Wookiees all day. And War Weary didn't really affect either one of us too much because, yeah, I got some Courage One Troopers, but Leia sticks to them like glue pretty much anyway. Um, and he's obviously rallying with red dice just on, on cheat code mode. So... And and I've got the one big edge I have is lots more activations, but some of my activations for breakthrough battle lines are very slow, and one of them doesn't have any legs. Um, but this game was an absolute sh- just drop dead shootout. Um, I got pretty lucky um, on my first round of of shooting, where I think I got seven Wookie miniatures on turn one, which was pretty, pretty gnarly. Um, he's got a bunch of recon intel. So I was even tempted to play like hold of any cost turn one. Uh, I did end up holding it to turn two, but he already had guys in melee at the top of like the first activation or so of turn two, uh, which was pretty gnarly. Uh, but you did 21 damage in the first round. Yeah. Hoy vey. I mean, he's got recon, he's got recon intel and I, um, and I want to say I went, uh, so he's he scouted towards me. I get to detach my troopers forward, um, and then I've got the the dish that I can use as kind of a weight, and we just uh, we just slammed into each other. It was great. Did, did you eat like cherry tomatoes while having Pippin sing a song about the death of his troopers? Like, I mean, well, here's the problem: is that was seven Wookies, sure, but there were there's a lot more than seven Wookies in that list. Um. And by the turn two, he had his guys closing in. I want to say at the top of with the extra moves on turn three, he had one of his Wookiees in base to base with my FD. So like he got across the table. Um, We were we were we were slinging blows at the end of uh, at the end of turn two after I'd got my hold at any cost, which pretty he made a slight mismeasurement when he made a charge into one of my tawns, who's a good charge because I didn't have dodge tokens on that tawn yet. But it was in range of a bunch of my standby tokens, and Chewie paid the price for it. So Richard got to experience me, you know, taking like four attacks and killing one of his activations on his activation, um, which felt real good. And uh, we had this knockdown dragout game. For whom? Not yeah, Richard. Saying, well, he <laughs> felt good well, for for someone, I, maybe. I I got I got up some acts early, but by the end of the game. I want to say going into turn five, he had made, brought it back to act parity. Um, like, because once his Wookiees get into my into my troopers, and once they start messing around, um, it's real hard for me. And I got, I made the conscious decision to like juke and jive my tauntauns, even though it meant like doing some <laughs> disengage moves and activating them later, denying them some dodge tokens. But to try to get like last first them out of the Wookiee scrum. I got on top of his bowcaster sh- sharpshooter range Wookiees because they were the biggest threat um, to to pick off scoring units. And then I just started running away. And it ended in a 2-0 uh, breakthrough because he had to come out of the DZ just chasing me. 
Um, and I want to say it was a, it was a pretty gnarly kill point score where I got like 700, but he got like 550 of mine. So it was a, it was a gross beatdown of shots. Um, I will say we run that game five times. Richard very well may win three of them because he had some really good Wookiee defense dice, like, but really abnormally good Wookiee defense dice are still not great. That's mediocre. Um, Yes. Yeah. Um, And some of his attack dice, even with aim tokens in really key moments, just didn't show up. Like he would take aim shots into Tauntauns um, in melee and come out with like four hits after dodges. And then I'd, you know, make the one save and a Tauntaun would, would survive on, on one wound. Yeah. So he had, he did have some rough attack dice. Um, but it was like, we got done with round one going into the lunch break with like an hour and 15 minutes to spare. And we played all six turns because, you know, the game goes real fast and we just murder each other. Um, (laughs) there's nothing left to activate. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, there's nothing left to activate. Um, it was literally a Mark II, like engaging melee Wookiees to try to slow them down to, from catching the more expensive, uh, rebel vets as, as Leia kind of scurries across the board. Um, but the nail in the coffin was him having to, he, he got into my deployment zone with two units, but then had to leave it to, to try to come in and chase me from, from getting, letting me score more. Mm. Um, because we both kind of realized turn four, like my, my army was, I was probably just going to win the game, which then in a three round tournament, we're going to have lots of shared SOSs. So he might as well go for as many kill points as he could. Um, but we had a, we had a great time. And like I said, we run that game five times. Uh, who knows who wins the series? But I got I got lucky the first one, and we'll continue to to talk crap until until he beats me. So, <laughs> uh, but it was it was super fun, super fun game. Um, round two, I got lucky enough to meet uh, Matt, who's been another longtime friend, the other co TO of the event, um, who was playing Bright Tree Village. So it's a another Battle Force duel, and I've got some reps against. One of our locals, Mitch, uh, has brought Bright Tree a couple times for me to practice with um, with my tawns. But he runs a very different one. Mitch runs one with double full commando teams to kind of give his list a little bit of ranged oomph. This was the full, like the two mandatory rebels that were brought were Han and Chewbacca. Everything else is an Ewok. It's C-3PO, Low Grey, Wicket, a bunch of skirmishers, a bunch of slingers, and just a wall of little tiny murder bears. Sounds like an army in need of a good flank doing. Yeah. I mean, True. honestly it, it would have, um, we, we ended up on payload battle lines, hostile, and we both found a piece of terrain that, you know, on battle lines, you put your cart like in the middle. Um, and we both ended up going to the same side of the table, which was going to force like an X. But there was some weird blocking terrain in the way for both of us. So we measured it out before the game. And well, I should say we measured. We eyeballed it out. And we were both pretty sure our carts, both carts were going to take seven moves to get to the spot. So it's like you have to push five consecutive turns in order just to score the one victory point. If you can push again, you'll get a second. There's no way you're getting to three. Um, and so the math became very interesting, whether we're just going to play for kill points or whether like one of us is going to try to push a cart. Um, and Matt made the decision to deploy a lot of his slingers and Han behind this like temple building 
away from his cart, like towards the corner away from his cart. That was designed to kind of come up and and secure the point that he had to push towards where I obviously had an FD dish set up and a vet and a Mark II. But in doing so, he didn't have a ton of bodies to give his cart the initial push. And then he realized that I have tawns that can threaten his cart on, if not turn one, definitely turn two. Um, And he just didn't have the activations on right near the cart. He had a lot of them like towards the, the midway to the corner and then the far corner where he had better cover. Uh, And so he had to spend a lot of his early activations shimmying guys back to his cart. And when he did the wicket scouting party, he scouted halfway to a great piece of cover, hoping to be able to activate his Ewoks early and get them the rest of the way behind this great piece of cover to be like a a nice turn three, turn four pop out. Um, But what he had also forgotten was it let me then no times for sorrows uh, mark two and some vets into a activation one uh, fire support into one of the two call to arms skirmishers in the open. And I rolled eight hits and he rolled one block and there was no trapper. So we, oh. we picked up an, an Ewok of like one of the, the axe call to arms squads round one or activation one, which, uh, which w- between that and him having to re shimmy some guys over to protect his cart from the tawns, then let my tawns go since I knew I couldn't take the take his cart turn one. Um, it let my tawns go another direction because he had, had to double move towards his cart. It freed up the middle of our little conflict area for my tawns to be able to kind of go occupy that area. And it was just a rough turn zero for Matt. A little bit of a misread on his part on the deployments, and then it just kind of snowballed away. Um, Han tried to come in and make some some lightning happen. Um, but Han's true downfall of courage two came into effect where he panicked like two turns in a row. I couldn't kill him. His, di- his defense dice were infuriating. Like, so yeah, Tim was a little bit right to hate Han. Yes. Um, Thank but you. he was like that, Thank that you. courage too just meant he kind of just stood there in the open on hostile environment. So we were, he wasn't like shredding suppression every round. Um, and, uh, and I think we called it turn four when I had called stalled his card up for the for the second time and to to make sure that i put uh put this into full perspective like i beat richard one the half the to pair but the other one matt got uh one rebel vet miniature it was bad he got he got one he got one guy let's see you say you traveled five and a half hours to make friends i did You said this. I heard it. It was in the podcast. We'll, yep. we'll go back and play it again. I feel like you've I only lied, made okay? enemies. I lied. <laughs> yes, you've only you've only made <laughs> rivals. No, Matt's Matt's a good guy. We talked rebel strategy a lot at Rocky Top last year at Schultzbra afterwards. Um, and to be fair, and this this does bring up a point that we'll probably touch on later in the episode a little bit. This was Matt's fourth or fifth game, I want to say, with Bright Tree, and so he was still figuring out a lot of things with his list, and. You know, me coming in, playing my Tauntauns that I've played, you know, for coming up on two years now. Like, that makes a absolute huge difference in in just muscle memory of knowing what to deploy, where, and when. I will say, it felt super weird. I passed twice. I don't I don't get to do that. Like, yeah, not, many, not many people get to, get to... I'm sitting at 11 activations, and not many people get to out-activate me, but the, the little murder bears did. Um, yeah, because they're horrible. So... 
Try playing yeah. like a fourteen act or a fifteen act or whatever the heck it yeah. was. I think. Yeah, I want to. I want to say his was thirteen, but I think Ugh. you can get it up to fourteen if you don't yeah. take like any axie walks. Oh. Um. These droppers are on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was it was a fun game with Matt. Um, and then my last game of the day, um, I actually got the pair down. Um, to to Joe Williams and Richard comes up to my table and is like, "You beat me up, you beat Matt up." And apparently, Joe is is Richard's like he called him his protege. He's been one of their newer players, so playing a couple months and, and really getting into the scene. And uh, and we ended up playing. Well, I guess we should talk about his list. He was playing almost Blizzard Force. Okay. Okay. It was <laughs> Operative okay. Vader. Yes. And then three snow or three storms with. HH-12s, a Gideon Snow, General Veers, and three speeder bikes with transponders. So it was like old Blizzard Force without the Blizzard Force cards. Um, I, okay. And Why not just play Blizzard Force, I guess? Well, yeah. I mean, well, you'd have to go up to Commander Vader so he doesn't have like the speed. And, and, okay. and uh, you couldn't take Gideon. Um, but we did talk about at the end of the game, why is this not Blizzard Force? Uh, we ended up on Bombing Run, Danger Close, Limviz. We played his deck. Um, I was actually red player twice at this tournament. Uh, so it looks like I'm going to have to chuck some upgrades off of Leia to, to make sure I get blue player. And Limviz, Danger Close, I was not super thrilled about to play against Darth Vader. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> bombing Run I feel pretty good against because Bombing Run is one of the few obje- or deployments that I can... Or Danger Close is one of the few deployments with Tauntauns. Since they're not speeders and they don't get that compulsory move, um, there's only a handful of deployments that I can do turn one bomb drops. Um, But Joe deployed in such a way that he didn't deploy super aggressively on Danger Close. Like Vader was a good ways away from me. And the bikes went right up against his deployment zone on the long edge where basically our, our speeders and tauntauns were just ranged two or three apart from each other on limbviz and he made the 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 hiccup of not dropping all three bombs round one which meant the one bike that held on to its bomb i could blow up um so all my tauns run by shoot at a bike um i actually ironically did not kill a single bike activation um but that's abnormal. Yeah, that is abnormal. Um, I rolled. A, I found all my my blank reds, um, and then I. But I did manage to get all of my bikes or all of my bombs dropped. And he didn't put a core behind his bikes as like a contingency pickup squad. Um, so the rest of the game, I just dove, suicided my tons after they dropped all their bombs. I can know I can only blow one up per turn, so I just have to make sure that he can't get a stormtrooper over there to to grab him and i know he can move his stormtroopers through new ways to motivate them or vader's might and so i just have to tie as many of these guys up in melee as far away from my bombs as possible and it turns out i got out of uh new ways to motivate him and he took maximum firepower instead of vader's might um and so i tied his tied his guys up got all three of my bombs off and then it just became a race to where he's got to play super aggressive to try to cross the field and reclaim his bomb, um, which I have hold at any cost, and that's really not going to happen. Never, um, never 
Never don't take Vader's might. Vader's might is one of the best yeah, cards in yeah. the game. FYI, and, for, and we yes, talked and we talked about it like all the utility. <laughs> just just throwing had, that out there. <laughs> he hadn't even thought about you being able to use it on his own guys to yeet them towards objectives. Um, and so you know, like I said, he was he's he's only been in the game a little while, and so we talked about some tools that he could have done to get out. And honestly, if he just would have lined his Gideon snowtroopers up behind his bikes, he probably would have been in pretty good shape. Uh, to shoot my taunts as they come crashing through, but then if a bike does drop a bomb um, without arming it, they're there to as a courage two unit to quickly grab it and and finish. So uh, it was I, I took that one down, and it was uh, Vader. Vader made the crash. We got to the end of turn five, and I had just managed to pick off Vader, but there was one tauntaun that ran away on one wound. And we wanted to. He had. Ma- he saved maximum firepower for turn six, and so we did the the <laughs> Veers activation on turn six to see okay. if he could kill the one Tauntaun, and he got him. Oh, um, nice! I like that. And so that makes. I will say this makes this makes Joe the first person I want to say in like maybe since Worlds to kill all three of my Tauntauns in game, <laughs> uh, all three sets. So I feel like an, an it's, achievement. It's, a lot yeah, absolutely. Team, so. I told and I told him as much. Like yeah. Um, so it was it was a good game, um, and this was once again his second game of bombing run. So it just goes down to like get your games, get your reps, and uh, and experience. Uh, experience can can count for a whole lot. But huge shout out the North Carolina guys put on a great tournament. They they had a little prize table set up of obviously all the world you know all the store champ kit stuff, but they gave out like. 10 different trophies including like obviously like best in faction best painted there was one for best gar saxon they were just trying to bait people into taking gar saxon no one played gar saxon <laughs> oh um oh d- if brett had known he would have <laughs> true, true. <laughs> uh, b- kudos to brett brett did go three and oh as well um nice with his he also took a, a slightly different flavor of the wookie battle force uh Perry from the Greenville, South Carolina group ended up going three and zero, and with the highest strength of schedule, winning the whole the whole thing. And then uh, Michael Corn, who the last time I was at Atomic Empire, beat me in the final, was our was our other undefeated player. So kudos to him as well. Uh, it was it was a great tournament, tons of fun. Um, I think overall Knoxville went eleven and ten, so not a bad showing for us to to bring all those all those folks out. And uh, it was a it was a it was a super fun weekend. So thanks to Atomic Mass, thanks for. Richard and Matt for being my stepping stones to, to victory and putting on a fun event. That's fun. Very nice. Yeah. Tim, uh, Tim, you've played a bunch of tournaments lately, right? Since we haven't had you in like three, you know, three, four episodes. Oh, of course. Chalk, my, chalk full of tournaments. And just, you've just been grinding nonstop in the lab. That's right. Yeah. Nothing, well, nothing but tournaments. <laughs> yeah. Well, his New York overlord won't actually let him talk about his games <laughs> on that podcast. Mm-hmm. So. Contractually <laughs> obligated to not talk about it. But, um, they talk about units that aren't playing. That's, that's <laughs> that's true, true. Uh, no, I was so pretty. By, by the way, now, now that you're on the episode, hang on. Now that you're yes. on the episode, I've got to say, you did not invite me to have a conversation about the double snail tank list. Uh, no, but I thought you about you. You know an expert in the field. <laughs> <laughs> you know an expert yeah, in the he field. He could have called Ryan Leedy. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I have beaten that man many times with my double sales. Actually, I don't. I don't think I've actually. I've beaten him. I don't think I've actually beaten him with double sales. I just know that I have seen him at three more events since I last saw you. <laughs> yeah, in like real life, this is true. It's like, 
Uh, Ryan does invite me to things. I politely decline because I'm physically exhausted and mentally deteriorated. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, Tim, you're going to do a podcast about the snails. And you, you and I are on a different podcast, also with that same person. <laughs> to be which fair. Which we're not talking about here. And I could have been I could have I could have been I could have been a local expert. To be fair, I thought we were only going to be talking about one snail and then the double snail came out. And so that's that's how that came about. <laughs> you, you always you, you always think of the double snail. Like no, you really don't, folks. No, you really don't. You really don't. That's not a thing you really do. <laughs> if you have any questions, you can watch the episode. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> snail is just a really convenient way of saying black sun delivery device. Well, yes. That's, that's, that's why very you true. two of them. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> um, uh, but no, so, it, it is one of the few times, Tim, and I will say, because I'm going to make this joke and then we'll move on from it. I thought the entire time, why doesn't Tim bring this kind of content and conversation <laughs> to our podcast? Because I agreed with nearly everything you said, like 95%. Oh. I don't think I've ever done that on our podcast. We're 134 oh. episodes in. <laughs> I've disagreed with you on a movie commentary. <laughs> like, oh, goodness. I did actually listen to y'all's commentary from last time. It was good. It was fun. Uh, I, I listened well, along and, and watched along. Be there for the next one. Wilford Brimley I hope, is on God, the next one. Wilford so. Brimley is on the next one. I hope so. So I was giving commentary. If we're still doing this in another year. I was giving commentary for myself, just by myself. I was like, "This is what I would have said." <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tim. You've played things. No, I, played I did. Things. I haven't played any tournaments because I was in most of December was like vacation December and and gone. Well, Disney World. And, yeah, <laughs> then family things. So no, uh, no tournaments there. But I have gotten been able to get back into doing the local scene. Our local scene's actually doing really well, which is nice to see. That's we're, awesome. We're only nice. popping out nice. about. Um, Probably about four, three or four tables uh, a week, so that's nice okay. for a week night. Yeah. Um, Sounds like it's time for you to run a tournament uh, soon. Yes, soon, soon. Um, but so we've been doing that. So lots of lots of new locals popping in. Some old folks that are we're playing before, and then now we're returning to play again, which is not always nice to see too. And uh, so I've had a chance to play around a little bit. I was playing, if you all remember, dear listeners, I was playing a lot of Wookies. Uh, which are a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but I got a little bit, a little bit bored with that. So they were neat. Um, I think they're still obviously really good. We've seen them do really well. So this is not like a. I don't think they're good. I just got bored. Um, but I wanted to revisit my old friend the saber tank, but also my old friend the ISP. So I said, what if I brought both? So I've okay. been, I've been running okay. for the past several weeks. I've been running uh, saber tank ISP with Commander Cody. And so I've I've really enjoyed it. It's technically it's uh, Cody ISP with the rocket pods, saber tank with missiles and comms relay and the turret. Two phase right. ones with uh, RPSs. Uh, one phase one with a Z six and recon intel. Fives in a phase one with recon intel. And then uh, Boyle in a phase two, because he's my boy. And Oh, and a mortar, and a mortar squad. So it brings you – Cody's got targeting scopes on him, so it brings you right at 800, eight activations. Um, and everything's got beef, which is nice. Sure. Yeah. Um, it, it's not and like – No uh-huh. no, no engineers, no R2-D2. So no, the wounds no. that go through are sticking. That's, that's fine. There's there's two heavies in there. It's fine. I, that's – yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. What, what Ben? I hear. I like it. Oh, I really do. There's no Yoda and there's no Wookie. I mean. <laughs> no, but there is a lot of it's a lot of 
it's a lot of beef, and even if you lose one of your fire support squads, it's like, okay, I'll just fire support with something else now. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's been really fun. It, it's the ability to fire support really with the ISP is nice, but I think the other kind of, I don't know if I call it a hack, quote unquote, but the neat mm-hmm. thing is when you use the saber tank, of course, saber tank doesn't surge, but you normally get critical, normally critical too, no matter what you're shooting with because of your sure. rockets or your turret. But if you fire support the mortar, even if you're only using the mortar, you're getting critical three. And that extra critical. Yeah, gross. Yeah, the extra critical. And technically suppressive too for whatever it matters. And so <laughs> that extra critical actually can make quite a big difference. So it's been it's been really fun to see Boyle in the back really not doing anything other than being himself. Uh, also, last mm-hmm. game I played, Boyle was a hero and lost zero men. He he took like six shots. Oh, wow. He lost zero of those six shots and it was gross. Uh, I started giving away a surge token, which I never do for that phase two, but I was like, oh, he's right, not. Yeah. He's, he's, he, so other people need this. Um, uh, first, sir, Boyle has always been a hero. <laughs> never, never <laughs> sure. Write that down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the funny thing I found when the Boyles that I play against, I'm thinking about one game in particular. Whenever I shoot around Boyle and Boyle takes the Guardian hits, he always rolls the save. But if you just shoot Boyle, he just blanks out and it's yes. fine. Yes. That's what my opponent asked me afterwards, like, what could he have done differently? I said, shoot Boyle. Kill, kill this shoot man. Boyle. Kill this man yeah. harshly. Yep. Get him off yes. the table. But also, yep. I keep him in the back, out of range, yeah, and behind sure. cover, yeah. so like you can't really do a whole lot to him anyway. But anyway, um, got to play uh, one of our locals, which was great, and he played a... Ryan, you'd almost like this list. It was a <laughs> Han, Chewy. Okay. K2, okay. Cassian, Pathfinders, okay. Vets, Mark II, an ATRT, which probably should have been a Tauntaun. We talk about that afterwards. Well, I, I wish they're, I mean, their Tauntauns are like 20 more points. But uh, yeah, sure. But anyway, and then I think he had another Rebel Squad in the back. So I think, I think it was 10x. Um, it was interesting. And I, it was actually really good practice for me because I've not played a ton of Intercept. And I actually mm-hmm. have it in mm-hmm. my battle deck because I don't hate it for this for this reason of i essentially with this list i sit and camp my own point and then i get in position where i can just rain hellfire down on the middle point yeah and then once i've skip the first skip the first point draw yep. grab the sure the, the, yeah the four round, round two i give zero craps about i just don't care uh and he he scored round two he got it round two and i was like okay that's fine and then he never Appreciate never scored it. the middle again because I just anything that touched it died because that means it was yeah. also in range. Um, the ISP an interesting takeaway that I had the ISP I didn't split fire nearly as much as I thought I would because those four red no. dice is just so yeah. tempting. Oh my god, with uh-huh. surge crit because you're fire supporting and so you're I'm like yeah. gonna get surge crit. That four dice impact two is oh just so delicious. Yeah, I know they they tried to do with the non-beam weapon upgrades of the ISP like to to try to goad you into fire supporting a little bit I, or split firing excuse me I don't see much use in it like just getting I, the four dice or the six dice or with the so, other cannon uh, is just so good yeah and I could see it actually late game maybe I didn't need it in this game but I could see it an argument for it in late game if you're looking at units that have like three guys left and maybe you double fire support and just wipe out both squads at once and I get that but I think for Probably four out of six turns. If you if you're fire sporting all of them, uh, you're gonna just gonna use all four reds because they're just yeah, so. Good. I mean, I guess it also depends on your mission. But then, like, if you're fire supporting twice per turn, 
you're just not like those squads are not moving. They will and move if they're with your RS. The, if, yeah, they'll move with Cody's oh, command card. Okay, get to do a speed sure. one and then get into range of scoring the point. Although I definitely did mess that up because I played, I was getting his one pip and his three pip confused with the wording on it, mm. and so mm. I yeah. I misplayed that a little bit, which was frustrating, but. That's good. I never remember. I like. I remember what his cards do. I don't remember which ones which. So every time my opponent plays one, I'm like, "Is that the movie one? Is oh, is that the shooty one? Is that the you attacky Mac? You know, you attack. It's that one. Okay, cool. (laughs) So the the one pip is if you fire. No, if you're shooting something that has observed tokens on it, you can. Yeah, you get extra keywords. You can spend it for either impact or suppressive, and then the three pip is um, when a vehicle declares an attack and spends a token, uh, after the attack is done, a clone trooper at range one can perform a speed one move. Yeah. And the two pip is shoot him at range five. <laughs> yes, you're not That's wrong. That's my favorite thing to do. Uh, the two, That's my favorite thing to do. The two pip goes to boil every time. And yeah, people sometimes sure. don't understand. Like, what are you doing? Like, no, no, no. If you shoot anybody, Cody will shoot you. Because it will go to if you know, if Boyle flubs the save. Boyle flubs the save. That's the other thing is half the time Boyle doesn't die anyway. So we're like, well, okay, right, nothing yeah. happened, but that's all right. Um, but yeah, it's a lot, a lot of fun. Um, it's really interesting. Uh, it's very much a fire support, erase your stuff kind of list. Um, sure. I'm starting to grow a little bit tired of it. I think I'll take it to LVO. We'll see. I think I have one more week to put my list in. Um, the only I issue I see with that list oh, it dies to is if something. Well, sure. Or if something goes wrong, like <laughs> turns one, two, I don't see it having great ways to like recover, like come from behind. What's going to happen turn one or two? There are some lists out there that can that can pump a lot of dice at a very long range with a lot of impact. I, yeah, um, I, I, a lot of I'm one of them. Memphis. That's, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you for sure are. It's me. But if you get like. You, if you if something goes wrong, <laughs> I don't see this list fighting super well from behind. I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I'm the one that shoots at range four. I am the one who knocks. I, okay. I mean, I have three range four shots, not counting the RPSs. Not four, sorry, because the mortar. Yeah. yeah, and then you have the RPSs too. All right. So I'm going to take you all back in the Wayback Machine okay. when I used to play Legion, <laughs> my very first Gen Con. When it was, you know, Death Pog, Troopers Bill. lined up against other Death Troopers. Exactly. Yeah, it was awful. It was a dark time. None of us liked we, it. We paid children to dance on, on, the, on the stage because we didn't have movies back then. The new uh, upgrade happens, card, uh, sticking. So Wheel and Stick had just come out. <laughs> so this is, I'm going back to what basically Ryan's asking. If you come up against another um, big old gun line piece there and you're just unlucky with the pieces, mm-hmm. does it fight the other gun line well? I think is what Ryan's trying to uh, get yes, because in a bass awkward kind of way. No, and that's a fair question. But uh, yes, because I would argue it can. I can throw so many more dice than most other gun lines, unless it's like a mirror gun line. Um, you're just gotcha. dumping dice into things. Okay, okay. I, I think that's what Ryan was trying no, to get fair. back into. But sure. I'm I'm thinking more on the objective side of things, man. like because you want to do so much fire support, you're being very immobile on those early turns to throw all those big dice pools. Yeah. Like if if a piece goes missing. I just see it it being hard if you get down like a hundred, hundred and fifty points um to 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 surge back from. Um eh, maybe. That 
That's all I'm saying. I don't know. You could be right. But I uh, I don't know if I'll bring it or not. I might. It's built, so that's nice. I, I just have to touch up my ISP to make it tournament legal paint-wise. But everything else is painted, which is nice. So I might just might just bring that. We shall see. And it's a lot of fun. It's, it's fun to just erase I mean, if things. It's, <laughs> if it's fun, that's all That's all that matters for sure. Yeah, that's, that's really just half the battle there. Andrew, you want to win. <laughs> Victory. Uh, it's We just say that to make ourselves feel better when we lose. That's okay. Is that it? I mean... Yes, yes, Ryan, you don't lose like I lose, but yes. I was about to say, like, you shouldn't be the one making this this point then. Like, why are you still playing the game, Tim, if it's not fun and only fun if you win? So as I've said many times, <laughs> I am a very competitive person. Does not mean I am a competitive Legion player. Those two are not the same thing. You, you have you have the competitive spirit. Yes, exactly. And in most things, I do well. Legion, I used to do well, and that time has passed, and that's okay. That's okay. Speaking of cinematic moments, you come again. Listen, speaking of cinematic moments, you guys are going to LVO, and so theoretically, in two weeks' time, by our next episode, true. you should have pictures of things probably not that happened. Mostly, probably drunken and blurry. From yeah, other maybe people's you catch a side photo of Tim right. from other people's Instagrams, <laughs> other podcast Instagrams. <laughs> Perhaps you'll find pictures of us. Tim, how did you wind up in the dome? There. I don't know, man. I was just watching fish. It's a big giant eye. Fish is playing, and that's just been nuts, man. <laughs> Having a great time. But if we do take those photos or steal them from other people's Instagram, uh-huh. you'll find it on our own at SW Stabcast. I do need to throw some photos up of uh, the amazing church bus Mitch painted up for me of the Church of Biston. Now has an official ride. All right. So I did like Mitch's pictures of of the the Church of Biston bus. I kind of needed to be done like it were a Baptist ministry bus. Like I need to see it more, you know, and that very formal style, white with the blue lettering. No, you know, no, something it's, it's, that it's a janky hillbilly van. It's I mean, fine. Um, it, my favorite detail that he put in though was the the attack profile of like Biston's die pool on the side, and all of the dice are blank. It's great. I didn't see that. I didn't get over hard. <laughs> the paint job itself is beautiful, yeah. and Ryan will post it so that way you can see it. Yep. When we post to the Instagram, by the way, it does also show up on our Facebook. It shows up on our Twitter, which I don't – did we deactivate that account? Because I haven't I don't know. in a little while. So, you know, I, I put the $7 a month like blue checkmark charge on a Tim's credit card like four years ago, so – I knew there was a recurring <laughs> charge. I didn't know. <laughs> Got you. But you know, we're on all of those platforms at SW Stabcast. You can find us there. Uh, we keep those things active. So, speaking of activity, we're definitely on the Legion Discord all the time, and I definitely look at it all the time. That's not true. All right. So speaking I used of to. that, I tried to appear for the holiday special Discord, where you know we show up to talk. None of the rest of you came. Nobody tagged me. I put me. a call out. Yeah, I wasn't. I, was wait- I put a call out for I wasn't you. I put it inside the group chat. I put it on there. On there. You got I was. Wa- I, I, I was did. waiting I was for the, the the notification, and then I did it. New Year's Eve and Christmas Day. No one showed up. Uh, New Year's Eve. I, I was sad. not in a place. Or sorry, um, Christmas Eve. Christmas okay. Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. So, I was at my grandmother's we, house. We let you down, Legion community. I'm sorry. And New Year's Eve, I was at my aunt's house. There you go. That's it. Like you're like Nana. I give me a second. I've got to respond to this person on the internet. Okay. She hit me with a Jameson have, bottle. On my on my phone, <laughs> I've got the for the big Discord servers like the tag notifications turned off. So that, Oof, that's probably that's a me. bold choice. Oh, that, that that's the only bad. way to get my yeah. attention on there is to tag me. That's the only way to get <laughs> my attention. Yeah, yeah. Tag exactly. on, on my on my desktop. It'll ping, but not on my not on my phone. 
No, I. Uh, but I will. I will say I've gotten some very lovely tags on, and I've been lurking around the the rebel chat on Discord a little bit more. Um, you know, the 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 Tauntaun flame is is slowly spreading. So. I I check in when I can, but I I used to in my old role I had a little bit more free time, so I was able to have the ability mm-hmm. to have it pulled up all the time. And now in this role, I just I don't have the time. I'm I'm pressed for time during work hours, so. Yeah, I don't monitor it like you, I used wait, to. You actually work during your work hours? How yes, is, I need more hours. What is that? I, I literally need more hours to do more work because I am pressed for time all the time. But anyway, so yeah, I don't look at yeah. the Discord as much as I used to. If you uh, want to support us, you can support us on teespring.com slash store slash stabcast. Get you a, do it. a hoodie or a fanny pack. Uh, or you can drop us an email that maybe one day we'll answer. We've got like three in the chamber that we need to get back to, but you know if, we're always running short on time. If I see you in an um, event wearing our swag, you will get a hearty yeah. high five from me. So can't That's pass true. that up. That's a free oh, high nice. five nice. with purchase of uh, Stabcast swag. So there you go. It's true. I'll sign it from uh, Fifth Street. Drop us a line at <laughs> swstabcast at gmail.com. We're playing in events. The year is picking up. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going places. We got... Pretty much big tournaments for like the next yeah. one one a month for like the next little good it's, little while. It's time. Um, I I don't see anything in April, so I'm going to a wedding in April. That, that's a nice thing. Yeah, man. Uh, so you Tim, just traded all your Legion weekends these past two years really for weddings. <laughs> Jeez, what's it wrong really with does you? feel like that a little bit. I mean, weddings and hospital oh. stays. I mean, yeah, that's, well, that's not a, right. That's a <laughs> pendulum shift <laughs> in colors. <laughs> It's it's really like oh look sorry I can't go this weekend guys I've got a you know a dissertation night oh nope never mind I can't go to that either in the hospital I'm running my dissertation oh, no. in the hospital oh, while video chatting into a wedding and... uh, I'm not gonna lie that didn't happen <laughs> but anyhow I believe, that. I believe it I believe it uh, but yes yes LVO is coming up uh, in what two weeks so LVO I love me some LVO Ryan are you going. I, I am booked. I'm locked. I'm loaded. Cool. I'll be running uh, doubles on Sunday, there, so come hang out. Nice. I wasn't sure if I was going to make it for a little while, and then work yeah. was like, hey, we don't have a ton of work for you to do in January. Can you take some of your vacation time then? I was like, yes. Yep, sure can. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm done. And <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> uh, so yes. I will be there. Um, I think it's right. from East Tennessee, it's just going to be me and Nathan. I don't think Brett's making the the return journey. Uh, this he's time. not. So. <laughs> not make- I, I was kind of afraid he'd be wandering the streets and then be attracted by the great eye of Las Vegas. And <laughs> he survived last time, so it'll be fine. He walked He'll all the way right. to Look, I, Camelot. Anyway, yeah, I, I hear it's a very silly place. It is a silly place. <laughs> That's it is a silly place. Oh, but yes, LVO uh, is a great time. After that, you, I mean, if you want to go from the center of civilization, that is LVO. Uh, the very next month, you can go to, in February 23rd, 24th, and 25th, really just 24th, 25th, uh, to Cherokee, up to the mountains, the middle of nowhere, uh, the complete opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum. Uh, you can come to the Cherokee Open. We're going to have two days of Fantastic Legion. Uh, I'll be getting there Friday afternoon to do setup, and it'll just be kind of like casual open play, uh, hanging out with people. Usually, we end up at the bar. Um, and then the 25th, or 24th and 25th, we're going to have... Uh, three games on Saturday and two games on Sunday for sure. We'll play a third if we have to, depending on attendance, uh, to be able to to give out uh, our top prizes. It will. There won't be. It's not a world's qualifier. We are outside the the organized play like season window. But honestly, I'm looking at this as world's practice. That's um, true. 
Like, we're going to have some great tables. We're going to have some great players. And I was talking to a bunch of the guys in North Carolina. They're bringing a big contingency from from Eastern Carolina down. I know a bunch of the Florida guys are coming up. Um, it's going to – Cherokee's always a super fun, super laid-back event. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it this year. I then, I uh, wish I could make it, but it's just yeah. – being that location is so hard to pull off. We're, oh we're not Disney World. We get it. You can't go to us like twice True. a year. I don't have a pass to you, so that's fine. I don't have a Cherokee pass or a, a Greater Smoky Mountains pass, I guess, would be appropriate. <laughs> yeah, probably great. Yeah, probably, probably that one. So, like I said, I still have my ticket for that one. I plan on going, so I'm super excited. It's a great it. time. Uh, it'll – Likely be the first time I played Legion since the last time I played Legion, sometime back in October. <laughs> so yeah, it'll probably be some time. I... <laughs> what list am I going to play though? That's the real question. Because if knows? I can pay someone to, to make the Gian Oceans in time, I know a guy. Sir, I know a guy. Nine Tails Hobbies. I know you know a guy. <laughs> We're giving him some free it's shout out here gosh. on the show. He is. I got to give him some shout out. He is going to be donating some awesome prize support for uh, for Cherokee. So I'm super stoked for that. I, I I've lamented this before, but I do miss having a local that would build things for me because God, it's awful. Surely there's unemployed painters in, in yeah, the, sure. There's the there's plenty area. of painters, but no one wants to build it. Like <laughs> if I say here, do the hard part for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you can uh, come out from the wilderness. Uh, just after that, will be the World Championships. It'll be Adepticon. Ooh. Me and Wilhelm will be there. Uh, Brett should probably indeed. maybe be there. I don't know. I, um, uh, Brett signed up for some events, so okay. I know he at least bought them. I okay. I have a room. I have tickets. Or, or I have a ticket to the event. I have a ticket to learn how to play Shatterpoint. Um, <laughs> and I, go run, I go be, be our sideline reporter Run the LCQ gauntlet. To I know. I have no desire to pay that money. So we'll see. Right now, I'm signed up. Uh, we shall see if I uh, if I make it. Otherwise, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Without having a guaranteed world's ticket, it's kind of a hard pill to to sell. Well, you've got like you've got to make top four or top eight at LVO at this point. Um, I, I, okay. Do you, do you have any other well, op- any other? He's done that before, hasn't he? No. Tim, did you not make top eight? Was no, before? no. You made he made a top eight at the Dallas Open, which was oh okay. Like, yeah, the Dallas sorry, Open was sorry. a really fun event. I don't want to poo poo on it, Dallas, but it's a third of the size of LBL. Dallas Open. I came in third. Yeah. Okay, I knew you had top eighted somewhere in a, an event that was yes, larger. Correct. So, correct. I mean, so right. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say it was like forty or sixty players, and like LBOs. Yeah, it was like, like forty, one hundred and fifty, exactly. Probably more than um, that. I mean, unlike yeah. your suburbs of Buffalo events you go to. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> God, I, I don't know. I'm picking up Rochester. Sorry, saying, Rochester. <laughs> there's a lot of good players up here, man. I don't know what you're talking about. We have all the good American players and the Canadian players who are also really good at this game. Then come down and kick our ass and like in a really friendly way. And, yeah, we're we're here to show you what it's all oh. about, eh? And then they just take our trophies away from us. Well, but, yeah. I'm excited so for Worlds because yeah. it's gonna be rad. It's I think it's it will be. actually be great. Really think yeah. it will be. Well. Here's why I think it will be because we got some news today that I was uh, like, "Excuse me, sir, <laughs> come to Rocky Top, everyone!" Memorial yeah, Day weekend, the end of May. Yay! That's the exciting news. Wait, hold on, because you'll have two months to adjust to the exciting news we're about to hold talk on. About. So I'm excited for LVO, but there is another event we didn't put it on our thing. But I do want to talk about it because it's there's still time. You didn't put it on a thing. You didn't put it on your thing. I know, uh, but there's still time to sign what up for the weekend after LVO. So the uh, Technically, the 27th and 28th is 
the Golden Sprue up in Schenectady, New York, which is actually even kind of north from me. It's kind of like across, kind of just east. How, but how is that possible? <laughs> New York's a weird state, man. But the Golden Sprue, it is such a good time. So LVO is great, and I love LVO. I love all the people and doing all the cool Vegas things. I think Golden Sprue might be my next favorite event. I'm not sure. Because it's just such a, like, we're playing Legion, but we're also playing these random other games. And it's just, we just basically take over the town of Schenectady. We closed down, like, three different bars when we went last year because they weren't ready for, That's cool. like, 30 guys just to show up. Like, 30 big nerds just to show up. And like, we want all of your food and beer. And then, like, we closed the kitchen down. That was great. They're like, we can't feed you. Please leave. Okay. So, anyway. Anyway. It's a it's a blast. Uh, that kind of happened to to Ryan and I in, mm-hmm. in uh, yeah New Orleans at one time. Yeah, the guy was like, I don't know that we can accommodate this. Can you just pay <laughs> us money first? I was like, sir, I promise you, we'll spend all the money you think yes, we're about exactly. to spend. Yeah, and we I did. Mean, J- we did at that. Yeah, he's like, JJ's right there. He's about to spend yeah. all the money. Like, it's oh, right yeah. there. It's, it's like- uh, <laughs> at that Indian hookah bar. That, was, was a good time. Yes. that sounds amazing. Good time. Good time. But yes, Golden Sprue. <laughs> it actually was. Golden Sprue is a lot of fun. So if you're in the area, Get in the area. If you're not in the area, fly into the area and then come play Golden Sprue. It's a great time. Oh, you surely will not get snowed out and fun. stuck in upstate New York. Surely. It yeah, will honestly, be. like, yeah, that's, surely that's, it will that's be fine. my southern bones can't do it. <laughs> but I, at that point, you will have had exactly, what, two, three weeks, I think, to adjust to the news we're going to talk about? One week. Yeah. It'll be one week. Yeah. Tim's, Tim is very excited by this I'm news. I'm excited by this news. Ryan is not excited of by this news. Of course not. Anything that's not Rebels is not exciting. So, yes. Boo. <laughs> Actually, so the, the, fir- wasn't- the, the first bit of news I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for both. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Geonosians come out on Twitter yes. than yeah. I They're great. Rad. They're going to be super fun. Stoked. They're cool. You'll have two months to adjust to that news before Worlds. No, no, no. I, the thing that Ryan is super uh, upset about and that Tim is super happy about is they're dropping the Inquisitors on March the 8th. I think that's great. Which means not only are they street legal, because we don't do street legal anymore, like you could have played them day of, but it gives people time to both build, paint, and then possibly play some real practice with that. Yeah, that's honestly the more terrifying part. Yeah, uh, yeah These will Inquis- be sharpened and honed Inquisitors. Inquisitors going to be Worlds. Now, I... Once again, I don't necessarily like hate this idea. What I do dislike is the fact that at many extravaganza they said we don't want to make any like huge meta shifts before Worlds, so there won't be any other updates. Inquisitors two weeks before Worlds. I think they're going to change the landscape quite a bit. I I don't think so. I think they're neat. I think they're cool. I really like them. I will see if they cause a huge huge big old hoopla. Um, I, I they're think cool. They're cool. I, I actually like them quite a bit. And I think they will cause a ruckus. I uh, think I the think point price is exactly where they need to be. I think you'll be able to. You'll see possibly a Jedi or two, or a Jedi, you know, a Sith, while also holding ten other activations. So I mean, sure. I think that could be pretty. Oh ugly. yeah, yeah. I think stuff. you're always going to see both of them. Like I, yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You I think they're interesting enough that you could argue for one or the other, but I think you're better off with just both of them. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And then you're going to see some mortars in there just to make some activation pads. You can possibly a sniper or two. You're going to see. I, yeah. I know you can do the triple, like the double apprentice, and then Vader in there. You, sure, technically you can do that. I don't think that's uh, maybe. That doesn't sound maybe wise. it's good. It's like, you can you know, get four seven four, sabers. You can get four force pushes. Sure, it fits. Yeah. But I, I, but, I don't. But you're gonna push them into yeah. what? 
<laughs> the other, the other lightsabers. <laughs> yeah, I just don't see it. Like a Knight of the Rocks. I don't see it. <laughs> You're... We're just You're gonna... just gonna create a daisy chain, and everyone's gonna force push the same unit across the table. <laughs> back in the day, we could have pushed them off the right, table. Back in the good old days. I back in the good old I days. Mean... But are you going to have a big enough bid to somehow gain hostage? It's Empire, so probably. (laughs) Goodness gracious. I like the idea of the Inquisitors. I do kind of hate just going to that faction first. Like, I would have thought it would have gone anywhere else. I know the the Inquisitors. I mean. Like, there needs to be a place for more Jedis, and I feel like it should probably be the Rebels, it, right? Like, no, it should probably, the, I, it should probably be the Republic. That would be awesome. It should be the Republic. Yeah, because you have all, literally, you know, the yeah. hundreds of Jedi that get murdered because they're traitors to the Republic. The, my, but, you know, they get My murdered. biggest quibble is we're getting the Inquisitors, and that's cool, but shouldn't we, like, finish the Ghost Crew maybe first? You know? Who? Also, yes. We got Sabine. I don't know. And that was it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, there, there's this pretty cool show called Ahsoka, yeah. where you'll see most of them. So, no. yeah. so <laughs> I don't know. It's, it seems weird that uh, that's the next release for Empire, and like they're going to be the de facto force faction for the foreseeable future. Um, uh, we'll see if it leans. I think it's going to be a huge part of the metagame. I think what we're seeing done with like pretty much the, the faction breakdowns of tournaments that we're seeing now, Empire and Republic are probably going to swap. Um, uh, so. Maybe. so pre-show, I I spent a good forty minutes just kind of looking around, going through uh, you know major tournaments of December across mm-hmm. the world. By the way, Poland, I love you, you mad mad people. Like it's a beautiful balance of things. <laughs> it's oddball lists. I don't know what you all are doing, but I love it. Your meta is so nice. Um, yeah, but everyone else, it was like, hey, look, here's thirty five. You know. People just playing Republic. Here's four symbols. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of that kind of stuff. I mean, <sighs> it's a lot of Wookies. Wookies are really good. We, we, in fact, we, Ryan was joking pre-show that it was you know B one used to be the place you had all the bodies, but they also died cheap and fast and easy without packing much of an impact. Yeah. Wookies are doing that now, and they yep. have a heck of a lot of impact. I like. They throw real dice, and they take a yeah, long time to kill. They do. Uh, I will say Wookiees still suffer against, like, a good Blizzard Force because it's just – you yeah. die before you get there. Unless you're – like, you – you at that point in that matchup, you become very uh, map-dependent. Sure. And I – yeah. I I, I will say – I think that's true I, for since every I'm not playing, I'm watching a lot, of, a lot of pictures. I'm seeing a lot of pictures of other people's tournaments. I will say tables are getting a little thinner. I think as more people are trying to put out more tournaments, which is a good thing, but tables are getting a little thinner. I don't know that I care for it. Yeah, there's too many. Um, there's too many lack of line of sight blockers towards the middle. Not in the middle. Not your it, middle piece, but towards the middle. Sure. Yeah. And this isn't major events. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not accusing Nick Bodnar of having bad tables. All right. You Nick, hear it here first. Not, ben hates I did Nick. Not. Stabcast <laughs> episode one thirty four. It's actually stamp. Will Heim hates Nick, which is weird because I don't know. Will, Will how dare you? That's, that's, that's character assassination, Will. How dare you? I like, I like Nick because he likes to wear Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles costumes. So he's always a, I'm always a fan of Nick. Uh, no, no, no. Nick always has great tables. What I'm saying, I'm just seeing a lot more people trying, which is a good thing. It is. But let's remember that terrain is supposed to be on the table. We should have more terrain. It's true. Yes. It's true. Towards the middle. More, yes, like towards terrain. the middle. Your terrain on the edges looks pretty, but it doesn't do shit. Doesn't do a darn thing. 
You may start there, but then realize I shouldn't have started here because it's going to take <laughs> right. me four turns to get off this terrain piece exactly. that's on the edge of this table. Exactly. So unless I'm Cassian with an Everrange gun. Uh, Everrange gun. <laughs> yeah. Also, I didn't cross out whatever his gun is called and now just write in Everrange gun. The Everrange. <laughs> the gun of shooting really far. So so, very, so very speaking far. of of Poland and all these crazy tournaments and things like that, what about... What does that mean? We're going to see an LVO. Are the Polish people going to come invade LVO and then change the meta? Via that would also be. I mean, the hopefully, I'm they, they were. <laughs> That's fine. They were like my favorite group to hang out. One of my favorite groups to hang out with at Worlds. Um, so I, I hope mean, so. That'd be awesome. I still remember LSO. Uh, Mickey taught me how friendly he mm-hmm. was as he taught me. You know, it's uh-huh. it's really hurtful as he's playing a list that you both know is not that great of a list. It was Vader Dubax, which used to be really good, but these days it's not as great as it used to be. Oh, but lucky you. But he's such a good player that he's still whipping you with it. And as he's whipping you with I it, had he's p- like, this sucks, doesn't it? I'm like, yes, it does. It's really not great as you beat my face in. You're like, you, sir, I you should beat me I had to die to Mickey playing Blizzard Force, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a gentleman. He was what a, gentleman. a fun time. He yeah, I know. He's awesome. So... Yes, all that sounds delightful. Please, please, yes. What? All right. <laughs> Don't tempt me. With let's a good let's talk about the boogeyman <laughs> in the room. What are what are some of our our super zesty hot takes for for LVO? For LVO? Obviously, I everyone knows. I know what I'm taking to LVO. It's it's the Taunt Sponders are coming. Yes, Tim, you're maybe bringing Republic Heavy, but every time you've gone on air saying what you're going to bring to LVO, you bring something entirely different. So Ben, <laughs> what is Tim bringing ooh, to LVO? Ooh, good question. Good. Good. I like that. I'm not opposed to that question. All right. So Tim is theoretically working more. I'm not saying he's working harder. I'm just saying he's theoretically working more. Okay. Uh, I think Tim actually doesn't make a change between now and then. That sounds fair. I think he's he's actually going to stay with the practice, and nope. it's going to be what is currently put together. Correct. And so he might go with the ISP, like he said, but I think it doesn't happen because he forgets to paint it right before he flies out. I just gotta I just gotta throw like two other colors on it, man. It's primed and base coated. So I just got to throw on like two detail colors. Yeah, good. So you like to show off at, at, at LVO. I'm just going to be real honest. And so you're not going to bring something you forgot to paint and had to paint with a sharp Correct. Sure. That's true. Like you're That's not going to do that. You're, yeah, I mean, you're, it, you're, you're, you see yourself as too classy for that when going to Vegas. You'll do that in another place like a Cherokee, but you won't do that in Vegas. <laughs> That's fair. But I would paint it before I got there. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but I yeah I think something happens between I, now and then you go to you go to Walt Disney World one more time I don't know I mean, maybe you win a Lorcana tournament oh, if only like God. you know Lorcana ramp I should up. bring my yeah. Lorcana cards oh that's a good idea hey if you're going to LVO bring your Lorcana we'll play we'll throw down some, some... I'm sure sh- I'm sure Nathan will have his hell so. yeah hell yeah um, I was really sad Adepticon I think so. Adepticon didn't have a Lorcana event because they don't really do card games and I was so sad so sad I think Tim is uh Tim's gonna revert. You not not get the ISP painted, not want to bring it. I think we're going back to Empire. That's going to be my guess. I, th- I think we're going to go to old, probably old Steady, who I think, who's really good that you don't need a ton of reps with, IG-88. I don't know what you're going to put around him, but I smell IG-88. Oh, super I do miss my IG boys. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss my IG boys. But- I don't know if it's going to be double bounty, but maybe like some IG Callus. And I'm telling you, but will Tim play into sort of meta? But but he won't have the Inquisitors done by that point. Not for LVO. There won't be Inquisitors out yet. We're we're also talking LVO. We're talking LVO. Oh, that's right. Sorry, LVO. Sorry, yes, LVO. Yes, sorry. So, but I mean, oh, I don't think he does. I don't. You know what? This was a lot of fun that I would consider again. 
was Palp Callus Double IG. Jesus, it's Christ. a lot of fun, and it, it, I did. I went two and one. By the way, and almost got three and zero, but the freaking Tempest, I couldn't roll the right dice. But that's okay. But it was pulling those strings. I shouldn't reveal how we make the sausage, but this is how we convinced Tim into playing Ulysses. It, never it, practiced. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> uh, well, Tim doesn't need our help to lose an LVO. We are correct. We are not good friends. I, For, think. I think. Well, <laughs> uh, however many years of LVO I've been going running, I've never won so far. So why ruin the streak now? You know, that's great. All right, Tim, I'm going to ask a question. Have you tried playing sober at LVO? God, no. What's the point of playing an LVO? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you can get drunk after you lose, but I think the problem is you get drunk before you I actually lose, don't, to be fair. Thus ensuring the loss. To be fair. Well, it'll be easy to blame that. I don't I do not do that until I lose. But once I lose, then I'd start. Then it's fine. But yeah. I don't know if it's fine. Like we're Listen, gathered you here. We've got some letters. At this point, at, uh, Jan, Jantan is worried about your addiction. <laughs> at this point, my favorite is that when I walk into the, the hall and I have a bucket of Corona or something like that, and everyone goes, mm-hmm. oh. Oh. <laughs> we know. Oh, we, we know. all know. We all know. Okay. Okay. That's what that means. So now it's just become a thing. It's all fine. Right. I, you know, you want a mint julep? I'll get you a mint julep. You want a gin and tonic? I got you. Uh, I forget what LJ. Never bring me drinks, Tim. Where? I think you never bring I think me. LJ drinks. was a rum and coke man, so I think I know he won't be there. That but sounds you know, about right. Yeah. Who's drinking mint juleps in Las I don't Vegas? Know. I figured that would be your thing, but I don't know. <laughs> I do. I do. Actually I know you do. I didn't forget the old ways. Stop in that long. <laughs> I mean, I I do enjoy. Um, oh, speaking of that, I will say that over the Christmas vacation, since we you know we have plenty of time, since we have we're so fifty five minutes less than what it's we fine. normally do. It's for true. Um, over the Christmas break, I did decide to go see my family who lives in Middle Tennessee. My mom lives about 25-30 minutes from Lynchburg. Skipped out of Ti Christmas time. New Year's Ti. I'm a little disappointed. I did skip out New Year's Ti. I was I was at mom's house, but so we go to Lynchburg. We're going to go to the White Rabbit gift shop. It is the home of Jack Daniel's Distillery. Yes, and so we're we're down there, and we, we this is like the fifth or sixth time I've been down there, and I realized that Tennessee has put together a whiskey trail, yes. and I'm like, ooh, and so now when you clock into the whiskey trail, you you check in, they will give you a poker chip. Well, so I was like, hey, mom, we should go to see the uh, uh, the George Dickel Distillery, which is only like 25 minutes up the road. While we're out here, might as well go. I mean, and my mom was a George Dickel drinker back in the day, so we head up to George Dickel. I pick up a second poker chip. We're going to start looking at the map real hard. <laughs> well, we've got two distilleries for the Tennessee whiskey in Knoxville. So I can go pick that up just by going downtown next weekend. And then I was like, well, I could definitely do that. I mean, I was like, oh, well, you know, I could also. There's one right near Brushy Mountain uh, State Penitentiary. It got converted into a distillery. Pick one up there. I'm thinking about making my I, own poker chips I'm, out of the Tennessee whiskey. I'm trip. just going to say, if you go to a lot of Legion tournaments, especially FLG ones, <laughs> you also get these cool collectible I, coins. It's true. I do, and I have three of those, sir. I have three of those. I, I have three of those God. coins. I'm very proud of the, of the coins. That I, I had more, and then they were in my I'm just saying, thing that got stolen. I'm just saying, Legion community, Fowler sold you out for one less toe and a whole lot of whiskey. That's what I'm hearing. Oh. Uh, I will say that I am drinking a, a very nice uh, sherry-infused. Oh. Like it's finished in a sherry like Angel's Envy? There you go. Angel's oh, yeah. Envy, sir. A little Jack Daniels? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that, that, that tastes a little nice. And then I had a nice 15-year George Dickel I picked up. Tried the 18-year while I was there. Ooh, that was nice. Listen, I love Angel's Envy, but if someone tells you that's their favorite bourbon, you got to look them straight in the face and be like, come yeah, on, no, yeah. come on. You, yeah, you got, you Are you serious? Like, no. you be like, no. It's good. It's good. Don't get it wrong. Yeah. It actually makes a really good old-fashioned. Finished off in a sherry cask? Yes. I, I will say Jack Daniels is trying something interesting. They're finishing off in an Anejo tequila task, Ooh, cask. That's got to. I don't know how I feel that's about That's going to have to kick like a mule, but I'd try it. 
I'd try that in a heartbeat. I, oh, I, I couldn't bring myself to spend the money on a thing I didn't think I'd enjoy, yeah. so... Anyhow, that's what I'm up to for my Legion year as I'm trying to get together enough whiskey tokens in order to make my order tokens. Everyone's got these cool, you know, other other podcast tokens. But me, I'm not for the Tennessee Whiskey Trail. And I feel I, I do want to just throw it out you, there. Or just, just to clarify, Angel's Envy is finished in port barrels, not not sherry casks. Just, just that's true. Say, before someone calls us on that. Lord knows that's going to be our viewer mail is that someone doesn't know. Probably. <laughs> Probably. And you know what we're going to respond with? The, the Monty Python, the uh, bring a dry sherry to port. Uh, listen, Angel's Envy is good. I got nothing against <laughs> it, but it's like, it's not, it's not like a bourbon. No, bourbon. it's, but it's not yeah, my, yeah. no, it's not. Yeah, it's, 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 it's no, fine. no, it's, it's a nice, it's an, it's interesting time. So you won't not, see never, me drinking my... Angel's Envy at LVO. Probably not. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know yeah. what I'll bring. We'll see. <laughs> not catching the sponsorship. Right now I have a. Yeah, way to throw away that, that sponsorship money. I have a Tempest Force in front of my face right now. So who knows? We'll see. So any any who, other bold predictions for Elvio? Uh, ooh, ooh. As, as I try to pivot the show back. Yeah, on track, yeah. Hold on. Let's, I don't know. Is is any who's streaming this? Because I've not. I've literally anyone? had no. I paid no. Attention I don't think to anyone's it. streaming. I could be wrong. So Tim can't get on some kind of radio or podcast. I, or? I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. If I don't it, think so. I'm shocked. Streaming. Uh, maybe. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Sure. I'm not. I'm not kept up on that. Um, but uh, let's see. I think top four. Let's do the top four. I really prefer top eight, but top four. Do you think the faction breakdown will maintain what it is right now, which is roughly forty-five percent? I think I think we'll have about a third of the players will be playing Republic. I think that's fair. It's probably a solid thirty to thirty-five percent. Hold on, now I agree with that. I agree with that, but I think within that third, you're going to actually have a lot of diversity because there's still some interesting things you can take Yoda, you can take Anakin, you can a lot. You can take Anakin, you can take Yoda, you can take Wookies, (laughs) you can take. I think Rex still has some play. It's like Cody. I think it'll there's plenty it'll be a third Yoda within Republic, a third Wookiees, and then everything else will fit in. I that think Yoda has too high a, a floor for that much, but I could be wrong. Um, I think maybe they'll. You weren't at I, PAX. Uh, you right. didn't see all the Yodas I, I saw. saw the data. So is Vegas? <laughs> I saw how crappily they did. The over <laughs> under less than five grand total mercenary armies. Ugh. Uh, yes, like grand total, oh, the grand entire total, thing. Less I than guess five. it's like what two hundred players. No, I'll say ten. I'll say ten. I will take the over on five, but the under on ten. Ooh, eight. <laughs> yeah, so a solid. I'm eight. saying ten. Solid it's seven and a half. <laughs> yeah, just go for seven. Just go for seven. Um, he places his money on number. Seven. I think the winning list will actually be. I think. Coming in second will be a Yoda list. I think the winning list will be some kind of weird uh, uh, empire. Or what's it called? Not Tempest. Uh, uh, Remnant. Remnant. Thank you. God, I couldn't remember. Blizzard. No, not Blizzard. Remnant. Interesting. Ooh. Because people have forgotten I think about it. Because Remnant can just do so many dice mods. It's disgusting. And people just gloss over For- it. Here's, here's the, goofy, the goofy take I'll make. Okay. I don't – I complain about it all the time. If I'm right, and there's as much Republic as I think there's going to be, I think Rebels may have a chance to win this one. I think they'll do well. I think I think they will be in the top four. I think they'll do well. I, do. I, I think Rebels do really well into Republic, and so when Republic is dominating the meta, Rebels have a better chance, because we have a, a reasonably high win rate against I, them. My only counter... Especially when Shadow Collective is in the dumpster, because Fair. they can die in a fire. Fair. I hate them. 
I think my only counter to that is that <laughs> rebels get blown off the table by a strong fire support. But a lot of Republic lists yeah. right now aren't utilizing fire support, to be honest. A lot of them are yeah, utilizing no. other things. Like the Yoda list, the, the Wookiee list doesn't have no. it. Correct. The Yoda right. list gets right. maybe one a turn. Yep. yep. Um, oh, that's – thank you. So I think I think Rebels will be third. I think in fourth place will be a Wookiee list with Fluttercraft because I think that's a superior Wookiee list. I, I will say I one don't. of the Polish lists I was looking at was very much that. And I was like, ooh. I think there will be a Flutter – at least one Fluttercraft in the top four. I, I, I hope you're I hope you're right. But I think the pure after playing, I've played twice against Fluttercraft versions of the Wookiee Battle Force, and now twice against the just all troopers. The all trooper is so much scarier. I think so too. At least for me, that's fair. Um, I see. I haven't played against the Fluttercraft one, so that's just my theory. So I I reserve the right to be wrong there. So that's just on paper, it looks really scary. How about that? Yeah, because basically you're taking something that, you know, a group of Wookiees is 12 wounds on unsurging white saves, but can, you know, benefit from cover and tokens and stuff. And the Fluttercraft, while it's got cover too, it's what, seven white surging white saves? Yeah. Um, and you're, you're just getting, but when it goes like, I don't know, when it goes down, you lose all your dice. It kind of has to fly into danger land, which you can do cool stuff uh. there, but... I it think shouldn't, the all trooper one is scarier. It shouldn't be flying into danger land. That's not what your flutter should be doing. Your flutter should be shooting, sitting back and uh, showing its ass and twerking all over the enemy. That's what it should be doing. So Twerk them to death. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I, I think 35%, 35% Republic will have, you know, seven exactly Shadow Collective. Um, I, I just, it's a twerk laser is what it is. That's exactly what it is. Just, Clap them laser cheeks. Uh, but for, uh, so for eighty points. Could you bring anything else? <laughs> so what's our what's our other three factions breaking down to? Ooh. Are there going to be more? Emperor? I I think we're it's safe to say that CIS will be probably slightly more represented than Shadow Collective, but yes. not by much. Agreed. No, on the grand percentages of things, I say you're probably looking at ten to fifteen percent. If we're Agreed. lucky. Yeah. I don't know how to put CIS back on the map outside of, you know, Geonosians, just because they're new and interesting. They, and I, I don't know the Geonosians are going to have the impact. I, I mean, the, the better players than me have been talking about it, and I've, I've watched it or listened or read the internets. I, I, I think, like the Geonosians. I like yeah. to see what they're doing, but it's very much a pilot skill that's going to make the make or break. Yeah. Well, and that, they're not going to be at LVO. Like, if anyone has them yeah. at LVO, they're going to be barely painted and not a ton of reps unless you're playing a ton of TTS. And I think we'll maybe see one, maybe two geo lists because they technically come out on Friday. And I know right. sometimes the AMG distributors, like if you order straight from them, you can get stuff in early um, from when they ship stuff. So whether they'll be there or not, who knows? Um, are there going to be more Rebels or Empire? I think the number, I think it's safe to say the numbers oh, will probably be Empire. relatively close. It'll so, be Empire. I think, I think Empire will outnumber. Yeah. yeah. Okay, five five percent or more. I think yeah, Re- yeah rebel total. rebels rebels have been on the rise player count wise more than I've been expecting to be perfectly. honest. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's um, fair. I I think there's too much diversity in what Empire can yep, bring. Yeah, exactly. So that's why you're going to see the Reminisce. Is why you're going to see the Tempest. Exactly. Is why you're going to see the Blizzard yep. Force. You're going. You just have lots that you can do, and then all the others. And you're going to see the people who are going to pull the the Vader Gav Tank Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly do think this is going to be, at least in this current iteration of Legion, until we get an update, 
I think LVO is going to be the next best chance for Rebels to really shine. Yeah. Because I also think Rebels do the best in a stale meta because they're the strongest rock, paper, scissors faction. Uh, when we tech a direction, we usually have to go kind of hard that direction. And once we right. get Inquisitors, they're going to break things out. Geos are going to break things up. And we're not. I'm not going to know how to build it to, to counter all this stuff. Like yeah. Yoda, I got to I got a handle on. Wookiees, I got a handle on. I think on. it'll be really cool to um, see where LVO's at and then see the shift yeah. from LVO to Adepticon. Um, Empire everywhere. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. But like, I, I don't I don't think <laughs> it's going to be as crazy as you think. But. No, I think wherever Empire I, pops down at, at LVO, you'll just switch the player counts from Republican Empire. That's probably fair. That's probably true. Again, I think... I think people want to try Yoda. They're going to try Yoda and be like, okay, he's got a little bit too much. I have a skill floor. And I'm not saying that as someone who's good at him. I used to be decent with him and not so much anymore. Um, he's still my favorite unit in the game. But I think a lot of those players will then switch to Inquisitors because Inquisitors feel a little bit more accessible. The trick with Yoda, especially at a, like a, you know, we got to win nine to win LVO. Um, the reason I think Yoda is such a dominant, like, tournament unit tournament list is it's so consistent because you're not really rolling that many dice everything about the list is spending generating as much like yoda padme as many tokens as i can to block as much as i can to to even using my guidance to like get in that perfect position where dice don't matter and he does a he's the best unit in the game at removing variants and when you play nine games of Legion, you're opening yourself up to a lot of variants. We've, we've said it before. Like, yeah. You get one bad roll, and it can end your tournament. You get one bad map, and it can end your tournament. <laughs> and Yoda doesn't care a lot about a lot about those. Don't things, tell that to Doc. As much as other. Don't lists. tell that to Doc Velo. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I, <laughs> so I'm glad to see Gar back in the yes. spotlight because a sure. year ago yeah. we were not saying this. We were not saying this whatsoever. Yeah. No, we weren't. Yeah, but are they perhaps too good? Listen, actually, I don't think they are. I think they're really good. I don't think they're too too good. But none of their units are too individually are too good. But that connective tissue yeah. is so strong. Um, and honestly, I think you can do. And not that I think this will ever happen. I think the best way to probably rebalance Gar is to rebalance battle cards, really objective cards. Um, which we've been kind of asking for for a little while. That won't open. That uh, won't happen on this side of two point uh, No, no, for sure, no. for sure not. Um, it, hang on, though. I remember distinctly, like in October, having the same conversation. Mm -hmm. I wanted more battle cards, and you were distinctly against that. Me? You thought that if you have too many, yeah. If we had too many battle cards, then you wouldn't be able to correct, like, be able to predict or build lists and right. respond to Good. them. So, y yes and no. Um, I think if you do, you wanted add, a play season of so yes, many cards. If you add season. more battle cards, I think you need to rotate some out. Um, if there's too many objectives and they go too wide and too varied, to where I can create, me and Tim can create two completely distinct battle decks with no overlap. That's probably problematic. I mean, I guess technically you can do that now in yeah, Legion, but we just do barely. It now. I mean, <laughs> um, but that that's usually pretty unlikely. Um, Usually you can find some common ground. And so um, you need to be able to kind of predict, especially if you're playing an 800 point list, you need to have some way of knowing of, of what you're going to go into. 
Um, and we've seen this in, in other games as, you know, that's the reason magic sets rotate is the, the game would be impossible to balance if every card that was pr- ever printed no. was legal to be played. It's called the um, pursuit for more money. Well, that's also true. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm not even talking about just adding more battle cards. I'm like, I would love to see intercept get rewritten to where the middle point scores double instead of them all scoring double at the end of the game. And it's just the middle point that scores double every time it scores. I think that's fair. I think that creates a much more interesting game that we have to fight over the middle for. Yeah. Um, if both players got to place, like, no KP went in the middle, but each player had to pick two key positions, or key positions scored every round, kind of like intercept points did. Um, just things to 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 break up the, the game somewhat. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think there's a couple objectives that are very solved and very stale. I think the final game of LVO will be... Mm -hmm. Oh, we're getting real... It's going to be Supply Drop. It's going to be... (laughs) It's not going to be Supply Drop. It's going to be Intercept. (laughs) Me, probably not. And it's going to be Major Offensive. There you go. There's my prediction. Take that to the bank, kids. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Boom. I hope the LVO we deserves final game <laughs> is limited viz disarray bombing. God, what a chaotic! No, please, please take us off of this. Please right. end. Please end this. This is end this. I can't stomach. <laughs> this is why we're on the stabcast because that's exactly the kind of thing that I want. She's stabbing me in the Will. heart. Will would love it. I think that's been Will's battle deck for his ISP God, list. Like, well I, mean, yeah. I think we're in. <laughs> I love it. I hope it's Will. <laughs> Will's not going, so good luck. No, at the Adepticon, at the, no. at the Worlds. Let, let him take uh, Worlds that way. As <laughs> as insufferable as I would be, heaven forbid I cracked top eight at Worlds, if Will played in the final of Worlds, it might be worse, because he will drone about it so <laughs> casually that it'll be infuriating. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was there, I was at the oh. final table. I, man, do we see the return of Dark Will? I mean, it's been a long time since we've seen No, it's because uh, he did move out of state, so he can do the uh, the did. wrist roll again. Like, it was banned <laughs> from the state. Um, he had to do that in Georgia, North Carolina. Uh, <laughs> well, when we bring up Dark Will to the podcast, it's time to end the show. Oh. <laughs> Walks out of the game store wearing sunglasses, so he couldn't see his face because he knew he felt bad. <laughs> Yeah, Will does have a conscience. He did. He does like the entire ride home. He's like, "Was I the asshole? I was the asshole. You were the asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I may have given him a slightly too hard of a scorning in the parking lot. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You could have been a little bit more gentle. That's cold. No, you could have been. Hey, we haven't (laughs) seen Dark Will since, so I guess it worked. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. He did get banished away. Take us out, Ryan. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. When we start talking about Dark Will, it's time to end the show. There's a lore episode for another downtime episode. Um, (laughs) Thanks for spending your drive time, your pain time, whatever it is you bother to listen to us. Until next time, I'm Ryan Slowoski, reminding you that my tauntauns are coming for you. I'm Tim Hannon. (laughs) I'm Tim Hannon, reminding you that Genosians will be in the top eight of LVO. Ooh. All the spicy things. LVO. Ooh. I mean, I was going to say maybe Adepticon just for kicks no. and giggles, LVO. but now you just you, you stole my Someone's my bringing it in. <laughs> and Damn. I've been Fowler reminding you that I'm likely to go to have boxes of Geonosians still wrapped in plastic <laughs> and unpainted and unassembled. But I'll have them, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> uh.
Goodbye, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night. Dark Will has to be the episode title, right? (laughs) Dark Will Rise. Dark Wing Duck. Dark Will Duck. I, I feel like that's what we have to do when he wins. Like, we can't just do that. Uh. That's fair. <laughs>